Welcome to How I Work, a show about the tactics used by the world's most successful people to get so much out of their day. I'm your host, Dr. Amantha Imber. I'm an organizational psychologist, the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium, and I'm obsessed with finding ways to optimize my workday. This episode is another My Favorite Tip episode. The title's probably pretty self-explanatory. It's about my favorite tip from each of the interviews I conduct. Now, the extract that I have for you today was actually recorded live in Melbourne last October at Inventium's headquarters, and it was with Adam Ferrier, someone who I've known for over a decade and who I was very excited to have on the show. Adam is a consumer psychologist and the co-founder of Thinkabell, an agency that fuses together marketing sciences and hardcore creativity. Thinkabell also happens to be the current Ad News Creative Agency of the Year. So you might have seen Adam on your TV because he's a weekly guest on shows like Sunrise, Your Money, and a regular panelist on Gruen and also The Project. Now, in this chat or this extract I have for you with Adam, we talk about how he thinks about building his own personal brand. And if this is something you've thought a lot about or maybe not that much about either, I think that you will find this chat very interesting and practical and helpful. So on that note, let's hear about Adam and building a personal brand. I want to talk about brand because brand and creating brands and thinking about brand strategy has been a big part of your life uh, for, for the last many years. And I know you think a lot about your personal brand. And I want to know, when, when did you start seeing yourself as a person, as a brand that you had to think strategically about? I hear the question and I won't reject the question because it does position me as somewhat as an absolute dickhead. Um, this is not intended in that way. I know, way. I know, and I know it's not, but I, I find it icky. Like if I met somebody who said, who said they considered their brand themselves as a brand, I would not like that person. <laughs> um, I probably wouldn't either. Yeah, exactly. Um, however, I did just start to find it easier to wear... Um, the same thing all the time. So I used to just wear je- black jeans and a T-shirt. Had the mutual benefit of being slimming as well. Um, <laughs> and then I suddenly discovered, you know, if you think about brands, and, and lots of what, what brands need to do is make things easier for consumers. Um, that's kind of the main way they work. Uh, we're not necessarily motivated to buy one over the other. It's much more about it's e- if one's easier to buy, I as... Uh, mental and physical availability, we're much more likely to buy it. So it's, you think about it and it's there, you'll buy that over another brand. And the easiest way to have, make things easy to buy is have um, strong distinctive assets that cue that brand in the mind. And then I realised at some stage that's kind of marketing sciences and that's at one stage, then I realised that's what I've been doing by curating my own look of having very strong brand distinctive asset. So wearing all black, very dishevelled look, long hair, black glasses, uh, they're all distinctive assets that make it easy for you to recognise me. And then um, if I present in a similar way over time, all the time, then a brand is also just a promise kept. And so you'll come, you, if you hear of Adam Ferry, and not that, that many people have, but like in my little world they have, or you know, in my very small world, some of them have. Then, the, if you keep that promise of expectation, then people feel satisfied with that. 
and so therefore they're more likely to trust it. So it's just having to deliver on, on that expectation. But I th what I find interesting about that was your earlier point about um, being adversarial, or I forget what the word you used was. Contrarian. Contrarian. A client of mine a few years ago said to me, you used to be much more con contrarian than you are, and it's disappointing because um, we need you to play that role in our business. And, um, and I thought that was really interesting because then being contrarian does take effort. Yeah. And then, and if that is if that is your role, then you know if that's what people um, want you to do, or no, that's a brand they, promise. That's where they, they yeah, it. that's right. If that's where they see value, then you should deliver on that. Um, then a fun game we did play um, at my previous agency, which I've kind of kept up, is trying to identify everybody's um, brand positioning, and a good brand positioning. Uh, reconciles a fundamental trade-off. So it, it, does, it reconciles two trade-offs of two benefits that go against each other that other brands in the category can't necessarily reconcile. The example I'd learnt when I was um, right back in the day was Pino Clean reconciled the trade-off in the cleaning market of either having to smell nice or work hard. It worked hard because it smelled nice. And so we always, at my last agency, we would play this fun parlour game where we would give everybody a brand positioning by trying to identify two opposing opposites and bringing them together to create um, a strong brand. And mine was um, enigmatic irritation. So, <laughs> so it was kind of interesting, but very irritating, as you're probably starting to... Starting to experience. And I remember when, so one of the things that you've done in the last year is you co-founded a, a conference. Is it called a conference or um, a gathering? A conference I don't know, what is slash it? festival. Conference slash festival um, called Space, uh, which I attended in May this year. And you, you had a really fun exercise. I think it was on the first dinner of the conference where you kind of gave people instructions on how to create what you've just talked about. Can you, can you talk people through like, if people want to do this for themselves, think about their own brand. How yeah. do they do that? Well, think of think of everyone's made up of opposites. So think about a whole lot of uh, the, 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 this is not the way to do brand positioning, but this is a fun kind of way to identify your own little thing if if you want to that helps describe who you are. Um, so we we just ask people to develop up a list of adjectives that describe themselves. Um, try to find a, a few adjectives that have a bit of tension in them so that they're not, that they kind of work in the opposite kind of way and then bring those together to create a singular thought that describes you. And that's, that's what we did. And so, um, you know, so everyone in the agency has got their own couple of words that, 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 that um, bring together two thoughts in a kind of nice, mm. nice way. Yeah, I like that. It's a fun exercise yeah, to do. Yeah. yeah, I've done it a few times. It is, it, it is hard um, because then it just, just trying to find... Everyone tries to avoid the negative, and if you're trying to work it up for somebody else, um, it's hard to find the right neg negative words without insulting people. 73% of the words used to describe personality are negative. 73% of words used to describe personality are negative? According to Wikipedia. Really? Yeah, according well, to negati right. negativity biases, there's a yeah, there's a thing there. 
Wow. Um, I want to talk more about your own brand because you've sort of talked about like the physical Mm -hmm. assets of your brand and Mm -hmm. being distinctive and recognisable and fulfilling that promise. And you talked about being contrarian and how I guess a client had expectations that that is what you will deliver. Are there other things that you think about in terms of your own personal brand that, you know, you then think about, okay, how am I going to consistently deliver on that? Or have you been able to evolve your brand over that time you know that you've been in advertising just for the record i really don't consider myself in this branded sense like it's a bit of or maybe i do but i don't like to admit it and it's it's because i think that's interesting because you are such like a distinctive brand in your industry um so and i can completely understand how awkward this is but i just (laughs) want to unpack it and go there (laughs) um um Sorry, what else do I do to manufacture what, Yeah, what brand? else do you do or what else do you think about? I really like, I think the world is heading towards a homogeneity um, at a really, really rapid rate. And, um, and somebody once told me that if you took an Elizabethan person and put them on the streets today, that person would be deemed to be crazy because they'd be so emotional and so demonstrative. And we're all chipping away at each other's emotions and we're all really... Uh, you know, people don't stand up and applaud and go, bravo, bravo, or whatever they used to do back in the day in a, in a theatre. You know, you get a polite round of applause and then that'll be kind of it. So we're all chopping off each other's emotions by policing each other's behaviour a lot. And I do kind of find myself naturally, you know, for all the reasons we spoke about before, being able to um, add a bit of colour and movement within that world. And so I do like to leave people thinking about something, I guess. And so that's what I would say some of my value is in terms of trying to offer some freedom of thought. Mm, so leave people thinking about something. Yeah, or, you... or fucking with things in, in, a, in, a, in, some, <laughs> in some particular way, you know what I mean? Like just trying to fuck with the situation in some way. What's an example of that? I think I do that at my work or some of the ideas that uh, my agencies have developed are kind of quite jarring kind of things that make people think. Um, in terms of, um, in my, my, in my, my family would say I do it all the time in a very a counter, um, in a not a good way. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I guess, I guess, and I guess even doing something like creating space. Um, I love the idea of, of creating something that is a different model or a new way of doing something. And I think, you know, the fact that we can't quite describe what space is, the fact that it had this kind of festival party atmosphere for the whole thing and there was no separation between speakers and delegates and it was just, you know, I loved the idea that that was a new kind of thing to put out into the world. That is it for today's show. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked it, why not share the episode with someone who you also think could benefit? Just use the little share icon wherever you listen to this podcast. And if you're enjoying How I Work, maybe you might want to leave a review for the show. It's awesome. Getting reviews brings such a big smile to my face. Um, So thank you if you plan to do that. And also a big thank you if you already have left a review. Um, So that's it for today's episode and I will see you next time.